It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, it's Rusty. What's up? We're just going to get right into it because I had this guy waiting for a few minutes. So uh, welcome to the podcast. My name is Rusty Diamond, and this is on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, all that junk. You know it. You know it. If you don't, like, subscribe, share, do all that stuff. I want to bring on my special guest right here right now because it's motherfucking Wednesday afternoon, yo. We have... Uh, special guest Adam Nutter, man. How you doing? Yo, man. Sorry, I dropped my microphone. Oh, I fucking got it. I was like, not again. <laughs> what did I do? But uh, what's up, man? Yeah, man? Oh, dude, just fucking living it, man. Working, uh, working all this out. Working my fucking crazy studio, trying to try, figure try, out how things work. Trying to breathe in this fucking fire air that we're breathing in north. The I'm dude. breathing in fire air. It's Holy awesome. shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't wild. notice it yesterday. Uh, I went outside. And I was like, what the fuck is this? The, it normally, it's, you know, like uh, end of the summer kind of a thing. It's weird that right now, like it didn't. I thought that maybe the uh, the tweakers next door fucking caught their house on fire or something. Um, yeah, I can't say that didn't happen, too. But it, no, it sounds like a tweaker thing to do for sure. I mean, meth is flammable so right. <laughs> you know it's very dangerous to cook uh all the burners going at once chemicals i don't know i'm not a chemist uh, right not yet i mean god willing one day <laughs> i'm 36 maybe by 40 i'll finally make yeah. the goal come true right but uh yeah no like the sun was like do you see like the sun it was like red yeah and uh i can only imagine that's a good omen for anything um you know red red sun's usually a good sign I took it where yeah. I was like, I feel like we're on Krypton. Like, like a Superman sun is, that's how red it was. It felt like I was like, I'm like, do I get powers now? Is that how it goes? Like, reversed? Do I get powers if I go to Krypton because it's a red sun? I think you would. And everything looks fucking brown. Like, there's a weird brown tint to everything on the ground. And maybe, uh, yeah, Superman ain't got shit on a fucking red sun, man, is all I'm saying. Nah, I, I don't, Superman sucks. You know what? Good. So, who would you? Are you a comic book guy at all? Big, I'm a big comic book. I mean, so are you? Oh, do you have a thirty thousand dollars CGC comic book collection? <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, it's actually probably more than that now. Yeah, um, wow. yeah, I'm a big comic book guy. I have a I'm on my leg. I like I have like half a sleeve tattoo wise of like Spider Man and stuff like that, like Spider Man, so Spider Man characters. I have a the Joker tattooed right here on me on the inside of my arm. You what Joker? Really is that that's like, the Jim Lee Joker? Okay, on, on all my, right. You can't really see it on the camera, but then on my wrist right here, it's the upside down. It's the Heath Ledger smile Joker, and it it's ah. the freight. It says, "I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve." Around my wrist, <laughs> on my Perfect. thigh, I have my thigh. I have Bane, so like the comic book Bane. Yeah. Um, so like I have yeah. What, I have a what was the other Bane? Well, uh, Dark Knight Rises Bane. Okay, it's so, a Tom Hardy Bane. So that's different. So that, that's how I'm fucking. Oh, they look very uh, different. Here, I'll, okay, I, I can show you. Okay. <laughs> I guess yeah, just so I can tell by the fucking ah, tattoo. There it is. Which one's which? That's the Bane. 
<laughs> okay, that's the one. And the other one doesn't. No, the other one has like he has like that it's kind of like that steel like little like respirator type thing. It's like bald. Like he just like you could see his like head. Like he doesn't have like a mask like that. He just has like a mask like over his face, kind of. So was that Batman Forever where he was in it and he would go bomb? That was, was that the worst. Is that not Bane version of Bane ever? <laughs> yeah, B- Bane's like not like an idiot. Like in the comic books, like he's like a smart dude. Okay. And, and then so then like they just did him dirty on there. Cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> I know. Batman movie sucked. And then the other one, he had nipples. That was the Batman or Robin. That was George Clooney Batman had nipples. Oh, yeah. So George Clooney, um, you know, good guy, man. Uh, nipple, nipple Batman. He's always nipple that's Batman he's and be, nipple man. Robin. And nipple Robin. What happened to Chris O'Donnell? Is he? Uh, good question. What happened to Chris O'Donnell? He was yeah, like. So- the playboy of the 90s he was like a young up-and-coming playboy he was like him like james vanderbeek like all those guys like jerry o'connell right <laughs> and they're all just fucking gone yeah um where did i just see jerry o'connell i swear i just saw him on something uh, uh well he's I married to uh what's your face rebecca romaine i'm not anymore aren't you glad i know that man oh wait he's not i, I thought i, thought I know all this shit i know oh. all about wait, celebrity no i don't know any of that he's not married to her anymore dude um no no they were a while but uh they were living in portland for a bit and uh and then they got divorced sometime during that i don't know is it fucking i don't know what's wrong with her man her uh you know there must be something if fucking john stamos and fucking uh that's a good point uh, Whatever, what's his, yeah. What's his name in Stand By Me? That's why he's, he's gonna be fucking Vern. No, not is it Vern? Vern and Stand By Me. I can't remember his name in that fucking movie. Yeah, I can't either. I'm thinking that's what it is. But... Yeah. So you're telling me Jerry O'Connell's back on the market? So I have a shot. Jerry, Jerry yeah, dude. If you're if you're a Jerry O'Connell guy, dude, uh, hit him up. Just be like, yo, uh, I heard about it. Uh, Adam and Rusty were talking about. <laughs> Uh, Jerry O'Connell on the show. Yeah, I'm, and just, I'm like, just so desperate for like uh to make I like, have like money now. But like, dude, I'm not gay. You're not gay, but like maybe you know like, you want to yeah. talk about things. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're Jerry O'Connell, so I mean, <laughs> shit, dude. You um, saw money from like when you were a kid. Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, Can you sugar that, daddy? Uh, or probably. I mean, he's a uh, because I don't know. There hasn't been anything I've seen him in probably in the last. Besides what I just saw, and I don't think it was a movie or anything. I think it was just some TV spot. The last thing I remember him doing is a movie called Tomcats. hundred percent remember that. He's a cartoon. He's a cartoonist. You remember that movie? Okay. hundred percent remember that cool. movie. Yeah. I thought that I was just going to be a... No, nope. you know what's weird? I almost saw that movie. <laughs> Dude, that movie, man, that was out of control. And it had um, Gary Busey's kid in it. Um What's his name? Jake Busey, Jake Busey, who was in Starship Troopers and yes. uh he's in a lot of PCU. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh that's someone else. Uh uh Gary Busey, don't know how he's not dead. Uh, um, that well, that one kind of that motorcycle me. accident didn't kill him. I think nothing will. Right. He just just kind of uh has he the knocked his brain loose and make him made him way more fun, you know, <laughs> if anything. Yeah, it did. He's got some uh, some wild stories, man. Yeah, dude, and what? Love that. Just the like 
inhibition or inability like is like it's like everybody knows so like you kind of have like a car like you know car blanche like just do what you want so you just be yeah. like ah, oh, it's like slap a tit or whatever <laughs> and then like oh gary busy is like i'm motorcycle let, let him be he's harmless <laughs> yeah that's not a bad deal man like just go with gig. it he could be uh it could all be a big work, man. Who Dude, knows? This, is, this just goes to show you, though. Like, I'm gonna give you an example of. Okay, remember the show "Just Shoot Me" for the '90s? Um, "Just Shoot Me." It was like a sitcom. Um, it had I I can't even name. Who is it? Is it Paul Reiser? Is it that one? Nope. That's Mad About You. Mad About You. Okay. Just was it David Spade? Yes, he was the assistant in it. He was the biggest name in the show by far. And then, like, the Jerry Siegel's in it. Like, he was like. I think Jerry Siegel. Fuck, man. I want to say, or George Siegel. Oh my god, dude, my brain. Is so George, George Siegel is. Uh, fuck, who is George Siegel? I think oh, he. Dude, I'm gonna look this up. This is bothering me. Hold on. I feel like he died last year, and he was in like a Police Academy movies. Do we saw Colin? George Siegel. Yeah, he was. Uh, yep. Yeah, no, uh, David Spade, Laura San Giacomo. She was the. She played the main. Uh, Enrico Colantoni. You know who that is. Uh, Wendy Malick. You know who that is. Too. But George Siegel was. Yeah, he's in the Goldbergs. He was in uh, a lot of older shit. Look who's talking. Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> he's in a lot, a lot of stuff. But yeah, so that George Siegel. Okay, and then. So in that in that show, the reason I'm saying this is because in that show, David Cross, you know David Cross is? Yeah, yeah. He played uh I like Dave. Actually, I think David Cross is funny, but I think uh politically, uh he's he sucks. <laughs> he's gotten pretty into wanting to uh, again, spends a lot of time in Portland. Uh and he I mean you, you look at him now, he looks like anyone anyone fucking there yeah, right uh, now. hundred percent. But he he played uh, a, a a like a small like a a very small recurring role in that show where he played the special needs brother of one of the main characters. Okay, how special needs was he? Like like, uh, you know, like kind of like that, like like a very like, oh, I don't like yeah, like very playing it up like over the top, but it was on purpose because sure. it, it turns out like he's faking it, like he's faking his whole oh, life. Oh shit. Because like he got like hit in the head as a kid, and realized like, oh, I could just milk this shit and never have to work. <laughs> but like they would never do that to like on a show today. Like no. where you're like pretend you're uh, mentally challenged, and then go, and then like you're gonna be also you're gonna be fa- actively faking it, so you know you're pretending. <laughs> on top of it, like you're so you know it's, it's like it's like a double weirdly like doubling down on like in like trying to imitate somebody who met special needs, <laughs> which it's by the way I don't give a shit like it it should be whatever but like I'm just right. it's just funny to see like the climate change of the, uh, every studio now be like oh we're, we're, yeah you're right we can't fucking do that and it's like no one gave a shit then right you know it's like, and, it was, and the whole people, point yeah. was this guy's a, that's the whole point and, and he's a shit bag the guy's a piece of shit. The character is a scumbag. So you're supposed right. to be like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Like, that's the rub. And it's comedy, too. This is the show yeah. comedy. So, like, yeah. you're supposed to be like, oh, this guy's an asshole. And you're supposed to hate the guy. Because, like, oh, no morally good person would imitate a special needs person and fake it to pretend like that. And that's right. the joke. The joke is that you wouldn't do that. And today, yeah. everything's just so fucking climately, uh, a PC, weirdly done. It's like, you know all those jokes are gone and all the points are gone, which is 
that's like the beauty of it's always sunny in Philadelphia, though, right? It's like well, even sunny, sunny is like there's certain things about it where it's just like I I think someone is in their ear a little bit. I agree. They scale you, back, and you yeah, and I'm it's like ah, oh, I can't believe you just did that part of it, like. But the rest of it, except I was going to say, like, Sonny or Seinfeld, it's just like those characters are shitbags, and that's what the funny part of the right. show is. Right. But and, I, and, and in Sonny, like, they're still shitbags, but you could tell, like, it, it, it sucks to see, like, everything through, like, a political lens. But that's yeah. what it is now. And, like, it's not my fault. I didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like you guys did that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you guys made yeah. everything political. Like, I just used to, like, watch stuff and be like, oh. And, and you started injecting your fucking bullshit and everything. So that now, like, I don't enjoy anything anymore. Like, I'm that guy. And I'm, like, I'm not, again, I, I said it on the other podcast I did with you. But, like, you know, I'm a libertarian. I'm a, I'm, right. I'm a very, I'm a, technically, I'm an anarchist uh, capitalist, really, is what I am. Is, is, now I'm an anarchist in the sense of, like, you're destroying right, what everyone says that's that's that what, what they people they think mean. it is it's not really what it is it just right. means like i don't need government we should just go off a capitalist society tr- free tr- uh, trade between each other you know private everything should be privatized and all that shit but like yeah. but like i hate agenda being things pushed through an agenda and especially like through entertainment which is how it's done most prevalently so like you know you go to watch like a new marvel movie and like it's like a thousand rainbow flags in it and it's like it's like women are stronger than it's like okay does this have a plot does it have a point to this oh no okay and like so so like that's why i hate watching like new shit because i'm just waiting for to hate it i'm like where's the thing where's the thing that's gonna piss me off like i watch peacemaker and the whole uh, john cena yeah the whole show and the whole show I i was waiting i'm waiting for the drop yep and there was like some parts of the show where they kind of like hinted to like a little bit of a left-leaning agenda from the writers, but it wasn't enough to piss me off because it was yeah. so small. I think the second to last episode of the last episode, it's when like John Cena's character, Peacemaker's character, you know, he's just like kind of just like going through like his defeated moment as a hero because like the second to last episode of the of the of the series, you know, and yeah. he's to the 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 lesbian chick character. The black lesbian character. Okay, yeah, yeah. And she is like, and she and she goes, she's like, you know, she's like, you are a pretty good dude, minus your weird right wing libertarian and like this whole thing. And it's like that's because the writers are all lefties and they just hear libertarian, they go, that's not us. So there must be a KKK. It's you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, it's such lazy bull. And I'm like, and I don't want to hear anybody be like, they're just making a joke. No, they're not making a joke. They're not making right. a joke. Cause you know why? You'll never hear someone be like, and the fucking dumb lefty, right? You'll never yep. hear that. And if you do hear that, that character is the joke in the show. And they're actually mocking that character. There's never a genuine character shitting on the left anymore. It doesn't happen. It, it just doesn't happen. I, which is completely fucked because and that like it takes the they can't take themselves seriously. Um, or the, no, you know, they take themselves too seriously. Too right, seriously. Yeah. That's all they do. Is take they can't. They, yeah, they can't make a joke out of their themselves. And I mean, how much of comedy is being able to look within yourself? Like that's that's like a lot, where, of, I mean, a, a lot of the deep comedy comes from is being able to like realize shit about yourself. And like that's what the funny part is. But when you, I mean, anyone can shit on anyone, and it's yeah, it's, it's funny. It, but I, like, but you know, what are you gonna do? I watched a commercial from the uh, when the NFL Network was like first debuting, or like they're really trying to pump that out. Um, they had a uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Right? 
Yeah, uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, um, from South Park, do a commercial because they're big Broncos fans. Oh and, yeah, uh, and they were like, "Hey, NFL Network, like this is like the commercial. This is like an actual commercial they put out. Like you could go YouTube this, you know." <laughs> and they were like, "Hey, NFL Network fans, like we're you know Trey, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. You know us from South Park. Like we're also giant Broncos fans. And, uh, no, they said you know us from South Park and making fun of liberals." And they said we're and we're also giant Bron and I I was like they and they would never allow that ever today because they were they were because no. they do make fun of everybody as we know Southport they right. Shit on right so they, they, they that was an actual joke they are they are being serious too because they make fun of everybody but I was like dude that would yeah. never be screened today in a million <laughs> fucking years and yep. everything I fucking watch is agendized like dude Star Wars except for the Mandalorian but outside of that it's like like you could see and like you see these characters yeah. and you go you go okay does this character have a point why is this character gay is the gay right. is the gay storyline improve the story is there a point of the story and you go oh no so then why is he gay right and people go, and oh, that- you can't have a gay character i go that's not what i'm saying you're making it a point to say it and usually in film or art if you're making a point to say something it's attributing to the story in a movie like okay like i just watched uh fucking uh, the second shazam movie you the, wait the second one are you saying that there's are you on the shack reality of the the real no the the other the no the fewer the, the dc shazam not oh, okay not shack right, shazam. Not, dc shazam uh, you know shazam boom and he gets her a wizard superhero um gotcha there's a quick scene where like it's not important, but uh, another character like scrapes this staff, and they cut to the a close up of like the wood shards hit the ground, and when they do that in film, that's for a fucking reason because you know later on they're gonna come back to why they did a very super close up of those wood shards hitting the floor and the guy grabbing them right, right because it plays into the storyline. So when you go into the very beginning of the story, you go, um. And this is Billy and he's fucking Joey. And you go, okay. And then then never comes into play again. You go, oh, that was just to, to make a point of like, look, we're making gay people in movies. And and if you listen to what what's a Taiti Wikita, whatever the fuck, the director for uh Thor, and he, he's in a lot of shit. Um I don't the know. New, the Polynesian New Zealand New Zealander who, who's very good. He uh Taiti Ta- Ta- I can't think of his fucking name. But he's, he directed the like the last three Thor movies, the last two Thor movies, and like he he's also in, he's the voice of Korg in the Thor movies. He's also in a lot, well, he's in the What We Do in the Shadows the original movie. He, he's a he's a I, famous I, people know who he is. Okay, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen any of them. About. Okay, he, he was just uh at some award show. He's talking about he's like, and again, this is a Polynesian New Zealander. He's not like a white dude at all. He's not white at all. And he's like right. he's like diversity in Hollywood. He's like it's fucked. He's like it's not. He's like this is what they do. He's like they go. He's like, never in my life has every a group of a friend group have every race been represented of. He's like, I've not. He's like, I don't have that. He's like, do you guys have that? He's like, no. He's like, it's unrealistic. He's like, when they say like representation and screen, he's like, we don't want like a gay guy, a black guy, a white guy, an Asian guy, and a woman all together solving a crime. It's unrealistic. It's not how it works, right? He's yeah, like, what we he- want is he's like, he's like, for instance, he's like, he's like a Polynesian movie. But with a Polynesian writer, director, showrunner, actors, producers, that's where. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Because and, the other shit is shoehorn bullshit politics. Yeah, it's, 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 it's stories. Identity politics. Like, yeah, like you're saying, it's just like they're telling stories. And yeah, there's something that doesn't happen. Like, um, like if I'm telling a story about me growing up, like it's probably going to be like, 
five white dudes. And that's, I mean, that's how I, I grew up. Like it wouldn't make sense for it. They would lose touch of the story of like right. what that, what that relationship is with five people or, um, and yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to be able to, I don't know. Cause there was one. So like, what was it? There was this new Saved by the Bell show. There was a character mm. in there. And like, even though, okay, well, they go back to even with South Park. So with South Park with Timmy and Jimmy, like they were both in there and it wasn't like a thing about them, you know, being crippled. Uh, it was just like, they're just two dudes. They're, well, yeah, and no, it's the like, whole thing was like, how could we get a bunch of crippled jokes in here? Let's get two right. characters that are crippled. Like that's, it and they're like oh, it's it, funny what's funny yeah. is funny and what is funny works and that's what's funny goes and that's all that should matter is what's funny is right. funny right it's like yeah and there's representation and i mean it's uh and like uh going back to uh in living color with uh handyman as well like dude like fucking uh so do you remember so damon wayans i remember that one yeah, and Dave, he was yeah. like okay and so like dude like Fucking handicapped people loved it, dude. They were all about it, and then it got fucking taken off because it was someone else, you know, got offended on their behalf. And they're like, "Do we have someone that fucking represents us? This is awesome!" And then it's like, "Nope, can't have it because uh, you guys are offended." I'm like, well, no, we're not. We well, like that's, this. That's that's the funny thing about like them removing like brand, like the Aunt Jemima or like the Land of Lakes Indian or Native American and all that stuff. And it's yeah. like, it's like it's like well you're removing representation totally now you're just eliminating it totally and you're just and you're still collecting all the profit from it so it's like yep <laughs> it's it's it literally is a, it's 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 window shopping like uh altruism whatever <laughs> right you, you know it's like it's like it's like oh look isn't this nice and you're like yeah but it doesn't mean anything they're like yeah we know <laughs> like pride yeah. month right like every every company will change their flag you know uh, go to twitter right now and go to every company and it's the middle it's, east it, or china Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. But go to the Middle Eastern <laughs> version of those companies and it's just the same shit because they don't fuck with that shit, dude. Yep. And these companies are cowards. And it's not, by the way, I'm not saying they should force it on them. It's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying this it, it's, it's rainbow capitalism and it's fucking disgusting. And again, I'm the most capitalist person you've, you're not ever fucking meet. I'm true capitalism. Yep. This isn't true <laughs> capitalism. It's, it's not. It, it's crony capitalism because I'm getting into it now. <laughs> Get into it, man. That's what we're doing. So you know what ESG and DEI is? Uh, nope. Okay, I don't. I, I always forget what they actually stand for. It's like economic, social growth, and like uh, DEIs. It's, it's same shit though. There's two different names. Okay. It's essentially it could they they can never work in a free market society because what it is is forced um integration and that sounds bad when i say it like that <laughs> but i don't mean like but it kind of it, it actually i'm saying it kind of like that essentially it's like uh the government made like a, essentially like a, like a program and they went okay so you guys need this much inclusivity in your company now not like you need it or like we'll shut you down but you guys want money from us okay cool so then you're gonna need this much amount of gays this much amount of black trans whatever and then companies go well we want money from you so we're going to sacrifice our entire consumer base and just take daddy government cash. Now, again, you see the backlash from Target, all these other companies, right? Like people go, fuck you. We're not, right. we're boycotting you. Bud Light lost $10 billion with the B, $10 billion. 
Target also lost a lot of money. I don't know how much they, I don't know if they lost 10 billion, but like they lost a lot of money too. So like that's the market being like, we don't fuck with this shit. Stop talking about our kids and this stuff. Like this isn't about fucking letting you be you. That's a lie. This is we're right. well beyond that. So like, no. And the market shows the truth of what really people think. Right. That would happen now. And again, in a free market capitalist society, the stores would go, we're never doing this. We're never doing this. The stores would go, we're never doing this because it's a suicide. Right. Yeah. But because they have the backing of government, it gets pushed and it gets pushed hard. And these companies try to outdo each other for daddy government dollars. Uh, the, the CEO of BlackRock just was, uh, you could look this up. You could just look this up right now. This is very look up a bull. It's not a conspiracy. It's, it's, it's a multi cameraed film thing. It's like at a conference. He's like, we have to force uh, change. He's like, we have to force it. We have to force it. And like, mm, that's evil. <laughs> right. forcing anything is evil like uh, good ideas don't require force that's like one-on-one right like freedom one-on-one good, good ideas don't require force so if you're telling yeah. it to force something that means it's the shitty idea and that means it's not and it's not going to work yeah it's not it's good for them it's not so good right. for everyone else so like it, it's all it's all bullshit none of this works it none of this really works in a free in a true free society but we're not in a true free society <laughs> you, you know i mean yeah the, the, the political spectrum is like four quadrants right it's like the authority right the, the authority left the like um uh economic right economic left right and this is how we break it down think of it like this way like let's say you have two cows right yeah economic right is uh you know uh government takes your cows and sells you your milk <laughs> uh like uh and that's that. And authoritarian right. That's authoritarian. Economic right is like um, you own two cows and you get to do whatever the fuck you want with your cows. Economic left is like you know, like government um, takes your cows but lets you keep the milk. <laughs> and then like you know, uh, authoritarian left is like government gets everything. You just starve to death. <laughs> and that's kind of like like the social breakdown of like you know what everything is really in the, the dumbest form of it. But yeah. that's what it is. And that's what kind of this D-I-N-E-H-D is. It's, it's like this forced inclusion, forced diversity, forced this, forced that. But it doesn't work in a free market. It just doesn't. And there doesn't seem to be any gray area. It's either you're with us or you're against us kind of a mentality. And that one. Well, it's I mean, straight up yeah. you're against us mentality. There is no, if you have any discerning, like, uh, you know, dissent. Right from the, their agenda it's like you're demonized totally for it and you're like no and like, here's the here's the beauty like dude, I, first of all in, in my comedy i don't talk about politics at all like i separate it like i don't talk about any politics for me watching this i promise you my comedy isn't politics this is just side shit i just am into because i care about our country politics but like again comedically totally just tell, tell dick jokes i promise but <laughs> like uh where are they going with this jesus christ Keep it out of politics. Uh, was they going with this comedy about having to uh, the authoritative left? Authoritative no, I know. Right. Where's they going with uh, the fucking with the BlackRock with the spending? Nope. After that, after that. Oh my god, my brain trauma. I have too much goddamn brain trauma from too many goddamn sports. Are, are you trying to David cross me right now, or what's no, going I just, on? Goddamn, too much head trauma. Too much football and MMA. Uh, hate my life. It's happened so much to me. I just mid thought I'll just lose my train of thought. I'm like, I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> God damn it. I'll get well, back to it. <laughs> okay. Back. So speaking of that, have uh 
you looked into the uh fuck now i can't even think of the name of that you got me like losing it now um the like the the brain uh fuck what is it why can't i think of it so basically like the the concussion legacy foundation like cte stuff yeah i definitely i for sure have it they say like if you play like any level of football from like high school up like you have like you have it it's just yeah. like how bad do you have it? You know, it's like it's, it's like probably bad. I played from twelve to like twenty five, like full content, like full pads. Like, oh shit, yeah. So yeah. I played for a long time, and I did what'd MMA. Po- on top of that, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I oh, so what'd you play? What position did you? Oh, I played safety. Oh shit! So you're like every fucking time. So I was just running in head first like a psychopath, yeah. and like I grew up in the era of like the hardest hitting safeties imaginable. Like you know, so like like John Lynch is my favorite player. So like current GM of the Good, 49ers. Like him. Yeah. So like I was like I'm gonna play like John Lynch, and if anybody ever doesn't know who John Lynch is, do yourself a favor, go to YouTube, type in John Lynch highlights, and then watch how football used to be fun because everything <laughs> he would never be able to play today. Everything would have been a penalty. Like, yeah. be but he used to just like completely throw his body into everybody, hit as hard as he fucking can, is eliminate guys. And I was like, done. Uh, I was better at catching. I was better. I, I was a better ball hawk than John Lynch was for short. But like, um, yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna throw my body into people. I don't give a fuck. And that's how I played. I just played like a psychopath. I was running around and just fucking doing. And then I did MMA from like 18 to like. Well, I only, I only fought for like a year, but I trained for like a while. But I only yeah. fought for like a year because I was like, fuck this. I'm not going pro. Like, like you know, yeah. like, like you know what I was like. I only fought amateur, and then like the step next step is like pro. Then and I, pro isn't UFC. I, I mean, obviously UFC is pro, but you could fight pro and not go to the UFC. Like there's a lot of pro leagues out there, like you know, yeah. and everywhere. And uh, I was training with guys who who were pro because you know I was amateur. They were pro. They're like how MMA gyms work or like good MMA gyms work is like you have guys who just go there train for workout for fun. Then you have guys who are doing amateur and then like pro, right? So it's like levels to it. Yeah. So like we would train with the pro guys because they would use get us better. as kind of yeah. Yeah. They use you us to, be the yeah, we would get better with them and they would use us as like kind of like sparring for their upcoming matches, right? So right. Um I would see what they would go through, and I'm like, oh, I don't wanna I don't have any desire to do that. But you know, like I wasn't from like I you knew. Yeah, like I, 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 I loved MMA, and I still love MMA. I watch every fight that's on TV. I watch, you know, I, I, I am glad I did it. I know how to fight. That's awesome. I have a skill set that I'll never lose. <laughs> you know, I know how to handle myself. Um, yeah. But like football, I love football. Like I loved football. Like, you know, like I, I, I love MMA, but I love football. Like that was like my real, true love. And like I, 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 I was supposed to play. I got a partial scholarship to play for New Haven. They had to pull all the partial scholarships because they had money issues for all the sports. I couldn't play. So I wanted to play in semi-pro in Jersey for a few years. That's where I was playing. But like, I was always bummed out. I never could like see where I could take, take it. Not yeah. like I would have been to the NFL or but like, I, you know, it would have been cool to see how far I could have taken it. So that I was always like bummed out about that. So that, you know, and, but I never had like a desire to fight professionally. You know what I'm saying? It was just something to yeah. do. And I liked it. And it was fun. And like, I was like, oh, this would be fun to fight. And then I was like, ah, I'm just getting hit for like zero dollars a cent, like very little money. And like, I'm like, I'm not going to go pro. Fuck this. I don't want to like constantly cut weight. I was, I was playing football. That's, that's oh, yeah. problem too. I was playing football at the same time and I couldn't cut weight for football. 
because I had right. to be strong and I couldn't just be weak, you know, to cut weight like the day before and not eat for fucking a month. Oh, it's really two, 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 three weeks. And if people don't know fighting works, it's like, like, let's say you're walking around at like, you know, 210. That means you're going to fight at like fucking middleweight. But I mean, you were fighting at like 175 or something like that. Like you're not fighting at or 180. Like you're not fighting at fucking uh, yeah. 205. But yeah. I had to. So I was 205 and I was fighting at 205. So I'm really fighting guys who are walking around at like 250. Holy shit. And they're cutting yeah. to 205. I mean, not 250, but so, maybe like 235. Not 250. Yeah. And they're cutting to 205. And I'm like, That's a dude, this is you're so much yeah. stronger than me. They're so much stronger than me. Uh, like, you know, like yeah. they're like, cause, like, because like you still have that muscle. Like, you, yeah, you're cutting mass, but it's not this. It's like water, almost with water weight. You're not really losing your strength. So, like, you know, so like these guys just tossing me around. I'm like, I can't, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, I just, I just football is more fun. Like, this is fun. I like this, but like, I don't fuck this, dude. <laughs> so I, yeah. just, I just stopped fighting. I just trained. I would like spar and stuff, like lights, but like, you know, but like, I was like, I'm done like fight camps and fuck that i'm done yeah it doesn't seem like a lot of uh you're getting getting your ass kicked all the time yeah you your ass kicked for so much and then again it's not like i'm making you know eight hundred thousand dollars like you're making like same thing for football though like i made like i think dude okay so my the semi-pro team i played for it was great because the guy who owned it was this five foot eight rich guy who um owned the team and then made himself like the starting wide receiver and he was the worst like the worst. The and he was wide receiver. Yeah, so like was five, there a lot eight, of running five, plays? Eight, five, nine, and it, well, you know, you also designed the plays to go to you uh, if you own the team. So uh, we weren't that good. But like we, I think we got, I got like $1,200, I think, That's a season. Yeah, it is. <laughs> when you're running around well, like I mean, a fucking for... psychopath for no money and you're still practicing and shit too. Like, and I'm working like I'm in college. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. and I'm working a full time job. Well, not full time job. I'm working like you know, I'm working. Yeah, I was working at Models. You know, Models is like a sporting goods store. It's like a Dick's. Uh, okay, but it's yeah. like it's like it's like, a, it's, like a, it's mostly like a northeastern, like Baltimore up type of region. I think mainly. I think there's some Florida Mo- too. Models. Uh, Art Models familiar- used to own the Ravens and stuff. So like Models is like because he, he that's how he got me his money from a sporting goods store. Uh, Models okay. is a sporting goods store. Gotcha. So uh, I think he owned the Ravens, but um, yeah. So I worked at Models like in college. So I was like working at the sporting goods store, which was fun because it was like a joke, like you know, a joke of a job. Like you just drink, you're drinking the whole, you're drinking every day, going to college, drinking with your friends, playing cards, playing football, doing MMA. Like like what? I fucking hate being old. This has made me sad. Dude, being old <laughs> sucks. I am pain all the time now. I, I don't even drink anymore. <laughs> like, I'm just, I mean, like, dude, being young was so much fun. Damn. It worked out all right. Yeah, it yeah. can be. Uh, I was also doing comedy, too. At that young. I when started, you, when in, you were, I was living in New York City. So I was living in, I'm, I'm from Staten Island. So, you know, New York City. You, you, so you and easy. Wu-Tang, some of Wu-Tang. I used to see What's-His-Face all the fucking time at the mall. Um. Bro, my brain today is just gone. <laughs> Method Man? Yeah. Yes. Method yeah. Man, all the fucking t- right? Yeah. Yeah. All the Red Man. No, Method Man. Method Man is in Wu Tang, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they both were. 
Yeah, no, no. One was but like Red Man, sort of was right. Root Method Man, though, was in. Yeah, I used right. Method Man all the time in Staten Island Mall back when I was like twelve years old. Like all, like all the fucking time. Like he was just used to go there because it wasn't that big. That Staten Island was like still smaller back then. There's still a lot of people, but like not as many. Now it's like seven hundred thousand people on like a tiny ass island. It's like it's like holy cool. shit. It's crazy, dude. I had to go back there for a doctor's appointment because my insurance. Some certain doctors I still have to like. I don't live there anymore. I live in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so I had to go back there. And uh, just driving back to my old neighborhood and stuff, I was like, yo, what the fuck happened in this place? <laughs> like, it's fucking wild. <laughs> but, like, I, yeah, I see Meth Man all the time. Like, all the fucking time uh, at the mall. Shit. Like, all the fucking time. But, yeah, uh, Wu-Tang wow. rules. But, yeah, yeah I, I started comedy at 18 because. Holy shit. What? Uh, the fucking Manhattan's right, the ferry right away. So, so what I do you would, know at 18? I, nothing. And that's the problem. You don't know shit at 18. And you just, you just try to emulate comics you, you like. And you try to do jokes that you think people want to hear, and like you suck, like you don't, you know. Who like, was that? Uh, like, so, like Jim Norton, Patrice O'Neill, Bobby Kelly, like er, Bill Burr, or like young Bill. This is like Bill Burr before Bill Burr was Bill Burr, like Lucy K before Lucy K was Lucy K. Back this, in this, uh, this like 2004, the, whatever that Opie and Anthony shit. Yes, this days. is the, thank you. So, as a New Yorker, I grew up on o- ONA. Like I fucking loved ONA. Like I, you know, I grew up on that shit. So. Yeah listening to those guys was like my shit so i started in 2005 actually 2005 was my first open mic ever 2005 uh, and i was 18 19 years old around there where was that comic strip new york city uh, that yeah. club sucks now that club was like a prestigious club but that club has been in decline for a very long since like the 90s and it's real shit in 2005 like it's real shit now still so oh, around in 2005 it was mm-hmm. whoa yeah it was already not like a like a prestigious club yeah it was already like Fail, like yeah, failing. Like no one's really working there. Like you had some guys working there, but like it wasn't like notable what, what? anymore. Like yeah. yeah, it was like it's all about like at, at that time. Well, the seller obviously still the comedy seller is number one. A Gotham comedy club is kind of rising now. The Stand is like the big one in New York, which stands my favorite. Uh, but then there's like Greenwich Village Comedy Club, which is smaller. Uh, Broadway Comedy Club, which is smaller, but they have to, like two rooms. Uh, so there's like a lot of places in New York. A lot of places in New York. Dangerfield's closed down. That's not even a place anymore. When did that, that like close down? Two, three years ago. Because that place Shit. was failing. That place was failing even worse than Comic Strip. That was even worse. Like that place, I mean, like the inside looked like it never changed from the 70s. Like Holy no shit. one, no one went to Dangerfields. Like it's wild how things change. Like that place was the shit in the 80s. Yeah. The everyone has a fucking 90s. special from there. And then just gone. Holy fuck. Yeah. Wow. So, do you remember any of your jokes from then? Well, you don't have to tell them, but do you remember any of them? I have one that I I still think is funny, and I still hold up that I still think would get a laugh if I told it today. And I'll, I will I will say it. You know what? I'm gonna tell it Friday. I'll fucking tell it this Friday. I don't give a and fuck. I will tell. You can it this change Friday. the punchline. Nope. You can change change the punch. You can change nope. the setup. You're just nope. gonna go straight up from your nope. one your your first joke, or one I of your said, first jokes. Um, I said. uh I don't think you choose to be gay. I think you're born gay. And I know this because my cousin Mike is gay. And my cousin Mike was born via uh, C-section. So he came out through his mom's belly. So ever since birth, my cousin Mike avoided pussy. I think it's still actually a good joke. (laughs) (laughs) So what's what's the crowd like there? Um, Because so if you're like, 
if you're in a club as opposed to doing a, like a bar show, are you getting different kinds of crowds or like are you getting uh, other places where I people are getting? You, I do I do more venue shows now than I do comedy clubs for sure. Way more venue shows than I do comedy clubs, and uh, they're usually better. They usually pay more. Uh, because I'm not like Mark Norman. I'm not Shane. I'm not headlining three days at, you know, fucking yuck yucks in Ontario. Right. Like, like I'm like a fucking middle feature guy. I mean, I headline my own shit, but like a smaller, cause like I, first I have my own little following from the libertarian circle. Okay. So like I fly around the country and do my own headlining gigs for For them. Those independent shows. Cool. Secondly. So like, I am a headlining comic, technically, but like I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like I am, but I'm like I'm not in the sense of like you. A commoner wouldn't consider me one, and like I don't really consider myself. I guess I'm being negative, but like technically I am. But like if you're doing it long enough, and you have fucking forty minutes an hour of material that you know works, and you've done headlining gigs before, like if you've done actually for like if you've been on stage and done forty minutes of material, technically you're headlining at some point. Like if you're going last and doing that, you are headlining. It's just weird yeah. to say it. I just feel like an asshole saying it. I just feel it weird. I feel like a very cringy thing to say. But, like, the truth of the matter is, like, it is, you know? Yeah. So it's, and- like, it's weird. But, like, I'm not, like, again, I'm not, like, going. I'm not, like, I'm not like oh, we're going to be in Dayton. They're going to be in Miami. They're going to be in fucking, you know, Boston. Like, no, I'm not doing that. So then do you, the people that you're going on their shows, like, if you're the, the feature, are they people that, would have the same sort of i mean it's not like you're going out there and you have uh johnny clean comic talking yeah, no, about, everyone's like around usually you, you try to be so they know, around. Yeah, yeah 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 they know what they're getting into when you you show up there they're not like oh my god this guy's you yeah, know and like, i do plenty of road gigs like i'm on the road a lot but uh i'm not headlining a lot of those <laughs> i'm just fucking right featuring it on the fucking but i don't give a fuck i mean which is, is what it is what it is i'm making yeah. i'm making i'm making fucking good money doing dumb dick jokes that i can't complain but right. I, it's, it's like it's it's funny because like uh i'm the same way with other jobs though like so i get it like because people are like well, i don't know you though how can you make a living i'm like yeah i used to be like what do you mean like, i used to get like offended by that but like now yeah. like because like, i heard um i was watching the it's always sunny podcast and i was listening to charlie day talk about when he was like first starting to acting, like he would do like uh, plays up in Boston or, like, or Massachusetts or Connecticut, wherever the fuck he was from. Yeah. And he's like, I just, I don't know. I can never make a living doing this. Like, how can I fucking pay my bill? Like I'm making. And then he met like another older actor, like another theater actor, like a guy, like a guy who lives up, lives up in Massachusetts, never does movies, never does TV, like a legit theater actor. And he's like, I do this full time. He's like, how do you do this? Full-? He's like, He's like, you could do this full time and like make a good living. He's like, you just don't know. You just got to figure it out. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that is a thing. Yeah. Like, you just got to know what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, in my brain, too, I'm like, but you're not fucking George Clooney. How can you make a living being an actor? It's like, oh, yeah, a lot of people do it. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. a lot of people do it. Like it's so dumb. Yeah. Just because you don't have nipples on your your clothes. It's bat suit, right? You're not nipple Batman. Doesn't mean you're not yeah. fucking making. Yeah, it's so dumb. Like to think that. Like and again, like I I have the podcast that make money. I have uh, you know I co-own a production company with with my buddy uh, Neil Wood, who I do my podcast with. Like we make money with that. Like, we do live. We we put on besides the podcast and stuff that we run with the, with the company. We put on live stand up shows too throughout like the tri state area. 
Yeah. So like we do that too. So like we sell tickets for those. We fucking put on money for that. Like we we also are at like we are able to hire for other production stuff. Like you need us for like other things. Like we we will you know produce it whatever. So like yeah. So like we it is doable. It, it's hard. It's a grind. But like once you find a groove, then like like I I, I guess I've been doing comedy for like 11, 10, 11 years, and I was like it took like eight years of like failing to finally start making some money. Like you know what I'm saying like I struggled forever. Yep. And like that's usually most of us. Like most of us struggle for a lot until you finally sort of like, all right, this is something like like so yeah. rare. It's like right away you're a star. Like so rare. It's so rare. Like people think like, well, you're not poking. Amy Schumer did it. Like Amy Schumer sucks. Also, Amy Schumer used to also kind of be talented, and then she kind of sold out, and then fucking she sucks now. And she also oh, wait, hold hold on one second here. <laughs> hold on, this is a hot take here. So you said Amy Schumer was kind of talented at a t- time. Amy, if you listen to young Amy, she used to go, she used, Amy Schumer used to go on ONA and hold her own. No shit. Yes. Why don't I remember that at all? Because How it was that? Okay. very early on, very early on in her career, and she was she didn't do it. Th- Jim Norton and Patrice kind of brought her in, and I think Kelly, Robert Kelly, and stuff like that. And like, interesting. And she she would fuck with people, like she would fuck around, like she wouldn't she wouldn't be a fan. And cool. like, they would just be like, "Oh, Amy, looking hot today." Like this is back when she was like thin, and uh, you know, like and young. And um, yeah, no, like, she used to go on O and A, like again back, not like a regular. She wasn't like a regular, but she would go. Yeah. she would make appearances, like, and she would be cool. And then, like right after her first, I think Comedy Central special that she put out, would you listen to that special? She t- she's like, "I'm a whore." Um, which is like whatever lazy chick comedy, but at least she was like kind of not taking herself seriously. Is my point. Yeah. And then she just fucking. I mean, Mark Norman was her opener for a long time, and Mark Norman's great. So like you know, yeah. it's like. And okay, so then all right, so. Um. So then you guys, so she's. Had her. Uh, yeah. That's. <sighs> It's kind of mind blowing, uh, but because uh, someone I was talking to some guy, uh, he's a comic up in Toronto, and he was telling me that he's like, I, you know, name me a, you know, a comic, and you know, even tell me name me a comic that sucks, and I can tell you that something good that they've done, and that was the first thing that popped in my head, and I was like her and then but i didn't say it for some yeah. reason but, but i mean i mean good that she's i mean it's not like it's like her like she's putting out a work it's just like she was like kind of cool in ONA. like she used to just be cool like you know like cool like and then just devolved yeah <laughs> like i think that's important to be able to hold your own and shit um when you need to like if, if you're in something like that and there's not really anything like that right now that i know of um, there's there's not really an O and A where no Legion of Skanks is the next closest thing. It's kind of like and even Lewis admits, you know, he's like, "We're just doing what O and A did." <laughs> like, he's like, "We just did yeah. when you guys left. Like, we just kind of took over." It's like, yeah, kind of. That is the closest thing. It's that nothing's going to be the same. That's that era is done forever, but that's the closest thing to it. And it it's just it is what it is. I, I mean. Oh, and it was great. I, I, you'll never get that type of shit again. Like, like type of true, like just busting balls again, like that, like just unfiltered. Yeah. True, you know, yeah, dude. Okay, so busting balls, man, it's so weird. Okay, so 
like Bustin Paul's like is not a thing uh on the West Coast. And no, it's the you weirdest shit. Do, oh, the West Coast Dude, doesn't do it. Yeah. No, it's fucking uh Minnesota. Nope. Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota has Minnesota Nice, which is the same as West Coast. Um Vancouver, BC, same thing. It's, and yeah, every it's a northeast thing. Mainly and, like New York, Philly, Boston, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a very New York Northeast thing. Uh, I love when I get real, like my balls busted. Like it's fun. It's yeah, funny. And if you, like, it's, it's, you got to find the right people to do it with, you know, like, uh, all right. Even like you, I'm in a group chat on Twitter with, uh, a few hardcore libertarian friends of mine. Yeah. And these guys are like, I'm the only comic in the group, uh, but these guys are funny and 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 they do not give a shit about any piece, you know, any PC shit. Like, and there's a the group is filled with a bunch of different people: women, guys, black, white, fucking everything. Yeah. And it is brutal when when people go at it. It is like the other day, uh, one of my buddies, Andy from the South, he's Tennessee, he's a fucking redneck through and through. Uh, you yeah. know, and uh, he's busted my balls for being Catholic because he's Protestant, or whatever. And I was like, if I wanted a fucking opinion of a meth fueled mullet head, I ask you how the Titans are doing this year. Shut the fuck up, like, you know what I'm saying? like shit like that. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, uh, and he distracted me about my fucking tattoo. He's like, he's like, of course you would support a pedophile fucking religion, like you know, just shitting on me for that. And he's like, we're just yeah. we're just busting balls. We're not serious. Like we're just making fun of each other. Like and like we're not. You know, I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm too busy on Sundays playing football and fucking your mom to go to church. Sorry. I mean, he's like, he's like, I know she told me all your shitty tattoos. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just go back and forth like that. It's funny. And it's like, it's fun. Yeah. Like, making fun of each other. And then like, people get mad and like, you guys don't fucking. So again, he's from Tennessee. He's a, he's a Southern guy, but it's a mindset. But no, as I agree with you overall, if we're just doing like a market blanket research thing. Yeah. Totally agree with you because I've traveled the country for again. I'm I do travel the country for comedy a lot, and you see it in the comics too who aren't from like the East Coast. Like like I'll make fun of West Coast comics and be like, "Why would you say that?" I'm like, "I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I'm not serious." Like yeah. I'm just. Here's another thing too, and maybe this is also a newer comic thing, but like <laughs> the other day, my buddy was uh, he's a younger comic and he had a pack of M and M's. He just opened them. I was like, oh, M&M's? He's like, yeah. And I fucking slapped the whole bag out of his hand. <laughs> it went everywhere. It's like exploded. And I'm just like, ah, right? And everyone was like, why would you do that? I'm like, it's funny. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's funny? And they're like, that wasn't funny. Like, yeah, I paid for that. I'm like, Okay, now you guys are making this like a thing now. Like, it was a, it's it's yeah. M and M's. It wasn't like a fucking steak dinner. And I just had to just gave him two dollars. Like, go buy more M and M's. This whole bit's not fun now. I'm like, they were all like younger comics, and like it's a sensitivity bullshit. And they're all like, yeah. that wasn't that funny. And I'm like, it was hilarious. First of all, I was outside of I was outside the stand one time. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Uh, Grand Village one time, and it was me and four other four other comics. And the guy just got a brand new slice of pizza. Like, dude, I'm fucking starving. And then he gets one bite in. He's just holding it, talking. Other comic walks out from up the stairs in Grand Village. He goes, hey, what's up? And just goes, boom, and fucking uppercuts it. <laughs> the fucking pizza goes flying onto the street, just face down. He just was like, just like dejected. And that was so 
funny. <laughs> We're all just laughing at how upset he was as pizza is now just covered in New York City grime. And that's funny. He wasn't f- laughing, but we were. And that's what makes it funny. <laughs> and like, yeah. and like and people were like, well, you ruined his dinner. Yeah, I know. That's what makes it funny. I don't know what to tell you guys. That's what the funny part is. He's being a dick. <laughs> that's the funny right. part. Well, I mean, so then what is it like with the, if you, so are you hitting open mics then still to no. keep your <laughs> no, you're no, not, no, no okay cool then so then no, you're not like, having there's a listen there is a debate on this for instance for uh, ghost in the cult of us podcast it's a great podcast to do with the great neil wood neil and i have new comedy the same amount of time maybe i have a year on him maybe it doesn't matter at all it's irrelevant right it's totally the right. same amount of time neil still goes to open mics Neil's very funny. Neil's probably better than I am for sure. Like I, I, he's he's a very good comic. I'm like, buddy, what are you doing in open mic? Like, you don't need to go anymore. You're good enough where you can work new material in the middle of your set, and if it sucks, you could bail yourself out because you're good enough to do that. Which is an important thing to be able to do in any kind of art like that, right? Like, <laughs> to be able to like not just. Right. That's that's what my support keep is, going. is because it's like you only have five minutes of material and it's all bad and like that's all you got. So you're just working that's fine. I'm like, dude, we're at a level where like we're not doing open mics. Like, like, and like guys do, and I'm not even like this shitting on them. Like, that's great. Like, you and honestly, they're probably better than me, but it's like, it's like, dude, like open mics. Here's the thing about open mics it's a bunch of comics in a room who who are mainly young, brand new. Don't everyone's there for themselves. No one gives a fuck about what you're saying. You know, there's no audience to really get a true feedback of what you're doing. Really, it's for like cadence and like wording things in a certain way. It's kind of what open mics are for, right? Like, like to get and also if you're new to get this used to being holding a mic and stuff like that. But like, that's not for me. I'm again, 11 years in the game. Like I should be able to know how to be like, move the mic stand, hold the mic, you know, like, but like Neil's like no, yeah. it's like it's like keeping me sharp. I'm like no, like I get it, but you're wasting your time. I'm like you're wasting your and I, he lives in Philly, so it's a little different for him. He could just like take a quick two minute drive someplace and like you know. For me, I live in Bucks County. I'm, I'm not going to fucking Philly to fucking do an open mic. Like you know, I'm just not like I'm just not doing it. Like yeah, th- th- there's actually one by my house, and I won't even go do that. There's one two minutes from my house every Wednesday, and I won't go. I just won't go. And it's, it's, it's a music slash comedy of mic. It's not just a pure. Co- My point is actually, that's probably, hold on. It's probably better for me because you actually have a real audience there because people because are musicians and musicians people who are there bringers. for music and they're not comics and they'll actually listen to you. Yeah. Well, and yeah, musicians bring fucking friends and yeah, stuff. Exactly. Comics, like you tell someone, you're like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm doing comedy tonight. Like, oh, fuck. Okay. That's, that's dumb. Exactly. Now, I will say this. This is funny. <laughs> Musicians are cunts because I used to run uh, up in uh, this place, New Hope, Pennsylvania. It's like 15 minutes from me. It's a uh, it's a sweet little town, like right on the river between Jersey and PA, and it's cool. Okay. It's a cool town, like Main Street's lined with bars. It's it's, it's kind of like a it's like it's like a famous spot out here, like in the Philly area. Like people know New Hope, right? Um, it's very trendy, very gay, the gayest borough in Bucks County, very gay. Gets annoying. <laughs> Gets annoying with how gay it is sometimes. Because if you make a gay joke there. People are like, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Aww. Like, we're kidding. We're all kidding. It's yeah. not. But there's a, like a th- there's a legendary bar up there called uh, John and Peter's. And it's, it's, it's legendary because it's, it's an old music bar. 
been there since like the fucking 60s or 70s and like very famous acts have come through there like you know a lot of these like george thoroughgood has come through like a lot of like bigger even penn and teller came through there before they were penn and teller they were called asparagus at the time yeah and they had there's there's weird yeah there's a poster of them like it's a cool (laughs) bar there's like a a bunch of cool like uh, uh, autographs of all the people who've come through there but my buddy mike dialto who's a comic you know he started working bar there years ago and he brought comedy to new hope kind of so um I, he used to run the open mics at this place and then he started working the bar there and kind of it got too much for him so he's like you yeah. want to you want to like do the open mic like host the open mics on mondays like for 100 bucks i was like yes i do so i was like 15 minutes from my house every monday i was getting 300 dollars eating food for free and then i was working on any new material i wanted to because i was hosting because you're the host and you can i could do whatever the fuck, and it was, and it, was a, and it was a mixed mic it was music and comedy and Which- you had a lot of time because you had to give equal time for the music too. And like music, you're not going to do one song. Get like, so you give them like two to three songs, but that means comics will get like 10 minutes, which is a lot for no, a lot for an open mic. 10 minutes for an open mic is like, any that's a great open if you're, mic. If, if you're bad, that's a long fucking time. Listen to comedy. Yeah. So these musicians oh. though, was they would be disrespectful. Not all of them, but a lot of them would get disrespectful and they wouldn't listen to us and they would talk during oh. our shit, but expect us to listen to them. During their bullshit, and not, and not go outside and fucking me crazy smoke. Is they would be like, these guys fucking suck. Like these comics suck. And then they get there and be like, all right, guys, little little thing I wrote. Maybe you heard of it called like Smell Like Teen Spirit. I'm like, you didn't write <laughs> shit. All you guys did was learn other talented people's work and then copied it. And you're playing this bullshit here. Like at least yeah. the comics are going up with original material and trying something new. You guys are fucking hacks. Is what you are. And I would get. Yeah. I started getting bitter towards a lot and i would start just shitting on them on stage like from the on stage i'd be like you guys fucking suck and i'm like this isn't a bit i'm like i mean this you suck (laughs) i'm like i hate you and then all of them like a lot of them were cool and like a lot of them were super supportive of us Uh, but like a lot of them were also cunts and musicians are cunts and this is also what i say too about like the respect and entertainment scale comedians were last because no one goes to musicians be like i could do that we get told that all the fucking time yeah, I say this like the hierarchy of entertainment. It goes this. It goes, musicians and actors are like tied for one, right? It's like musicians, actors, one, two, whatever. I go, yeah. everything else, clowns, mimes, magicians, comedians. <laughs> like it's that order of you know, like everything is like uh, like above us. Like we are the least respected art form. Yeah, because everyone goes, gonna, I can do that. Who's gonna say I can be a clown? Exactly. No one goes. Well, I can, I do get, that I can be trick. a mime. Right. Yeah. It's it's insane. I go. Can you go ahead? Yeah. I'll get. Go I'll ahead. give you five minutes. Give you fucking. I mean, three minutes. I'll give you five. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you five. It. Fucking. It, it's. This it's be fun. So annoying. It's so annoying to be like, especially because I could be like, like uh, teachers. Okay. Yeah. I guarantee you, I could do their job. At least, like, in the sense of not the paperwork stuff, because my brain will explode. I can't. That's the reason I'm a comic, because I don't want to do work. Like, so I, I won't be able to do, like, the paperwork side of it, in the because my brain, I can't physically handle it. Yeah. But I could talk for 40 minutes. Like, you, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I do Keep now. Keep their attention. So I could do yeah. that. Now, I ask you, can you, though, do what I do? Zero percent. 
Right. Now, obviously, there are teacher friends. Actually, I have teacher friends who do comedy. They're very good. And I'm talking about them because they're actual comics. I'm talking right. about just the average teacher who's like, I can fucking do that. And like, no, like, no you can't. You know, <laughs> like, no, you cannot. Like, <laughs> you got people fucking uh, on their phones, fucking uh, tweeting and shit or whatever, you know. Yeah. Text messaging and shit like during your, your, uh, while you're teaching. Right. But, you know, Dude, I have a buddy, uh, you. I have a buddy, Jay Yoder, who, uh, he was one of like a teacher's doing comp, like a, a bunch of teachers who do comedy also. Like they went on a tour together. Dude, like a massive, like US wide, like, like theater tour. And none of these, by they- the way, you don't know any of these comics. So you don't know their names, but like they're good comics. Like, you know, but like, I'm like, dude, fucking what? How do people know about yeah. this? <laughs> people know about this? It was fucking not good for them. They fucking crushed it. You, you, uh, I, I had a buddy, um, who I forgot what the book is called. It's, I want to say a hundred, is it a hundred or a thousand fans to, to freedom or something like that? Oh, it's a thousand, but I think. A thousand. Okay. Dude, you don't need, you get like, even if you're, you're, you, you take your, uh, you just double down on the libertarian part, man. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, you don't you don't need a lot to be able to have to be able to be pretty all right doing it. And like, if you can get fucking go out and have someone to pay you to fucking exactly. travel around and you're you're enjoying being on the road, man, then fuck. Yeah, dude. Like if yeah, like, yeah, I don't know, like. Being on the road was was pretty fun. You get to fucking do some weird shit, man. You it's, get to fucking. I, 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 mean, I hate. I I like to be able to, to go do comedy, but like I hate traveling for work because like it's not fun. Like you're in and out. Like you're not like enjoying. Like like I, okay, yeah. I had to go to Georgia like two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, what what'd you see there? What what'd you go nothing. see there? You saw the inside of the venue. Yeah. And you nothing. went home. Like I flew into the airport. I flew into the Atlanta airport, which apparently is like the most busy airport in the world don't know how that's possible but apparently it is and then flew into that i, I mean it's not even a joke i mean that for real like they they say that like it's the most busy airport in the world. i'm like how is this most busy airport in the world more than lax or jfk i don't know whatever but like i i land there and then i got picked up i get driven an hour to the the hotel i was staying at yeah got changed because the show was at eight i flew in i landed at 3 30 i got picked up at four an hour and 15 to the hotel changed real quick. Got a ride 15 minutes from the venue, from the hotel, did the show, hung out with some people afterwards, went back to the hotel. And then I had to be back at the airport for six because my flight was at seven 15 in the morning to get home because I fucking hate being at a place that I don't have my stuff at. For longer than I have to be at. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I fucking hate it. I hate it. I'm not hanging out. Like, I'm not hanging out. And first of all, I wasn't even in Atlanta. I was in Perry, which is south well, of Atlanta. Everyone knows Perry, Georgia, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Perry, it's Georgia, like, it's yeah. like, I'm not even in the city of Atlanta. And I don't even really want to go to the city of Atlanta because I heard it's not great. I heard it's right. like kind of like fucking shitty and dangerous. <laughs> so it was like, I don't really want to fucking go to Atlanta. You know, it's like, I, it's, it's so, yeah, it's, it's not. All, I, I was in um I had to go to Steamboat Spring. Well, I also have to leave in like five minutes. Um, just a heads up. I got it. Okay. Like five five or so minutes. Um okay, you got four. And then okay. you're out of here. Fuck <laughs> out of here four. I was in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, which was fucking beautiful, but it was negative fifteen degrees when I left to leave home. And I was like, fuck this. 
Yeah. I got in the car and it said negative 15. I was like, that's probably broken. That's probably it's not real. I, I thought I was like, that can't be a real number I'm seeing right now. Cause this isn't Antarctica. This is Colorado. And I'm in the continental United States. So how is this negative 15 right now? Like, and it's, 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 I have such like, again, like a, where I live mentality of how I dress. Like I knew it was gonna be cold out there. So obviously I, I you know, I brought clothes for, but now I'm flying back home and, and this is March. So it's still kind of cool back here, but not fucking two degrees cold. Right. So when I dress to leave, I just had on like vans, like thin socks, like no socks. I was wearing like joggers. Oh, like jogger, like no real pants, no underwear because joggers have the under, underwear in them. So no underwear. I was wearing like a hoodie and like a shirt under the hoodie and that's it. And I get out yeah. like, oh, it's fucking cold. I get to the car and I'm like, negative 13. Nah, that's probably fake. And I just kept driving. I was like, nope, still says negative 13. <laughs> I'm driving more. I'm like, ah, I still said negative, negative 15. No, that's real. This is a real number I'm saying. I was like, it didn't hit past zero until I was like, in the Denver city limits. Cause it's like Holy three hours from Denver. Uh, yeah. Colorado Springs, uh, not Colorado steamboat Springs. Sorry. Steamboat Springs about three hours from Denver. Um, so it's, it was a three hour drive in the morning of freezing and then, Oh, fun. Uh, I had a rental car and they gave me the shittiest rental car in the world. Cause the one I asked for, I asked for an SUV on purpose cause it's Colorado and it's snowing and ice. And I wanted a four wife, a four, a four wheel drive right. car. And they gave me, uh, a Honda hatchback like CRV, so not at all oh, what shit. I needed. And oh. then I was going like thirty miles an hour, maybe less. And then I hit a fucking snow patch, and my car spun out. Oh shit! And I just fucking I didn't crash. I didn't hit anything. Right, there's not but, a lot to crash into there. But right, but but the car went into like not even. It didn't even go into the ditch. It kind of went into like a little bit of a snow embankment. Yeah. And then I had to get out in the middle of nowhere in pitch black weather in freezing, literal freezing temperatures, put the car in neutral and push it out. Oh shit. <laughs> By myself. Like nothing, nothing. Like there is nothing. And I was like, is no, this how I die? <laughs> yeah. The dumbest way possible. <laughs> like Dying like, like a, a bear just is like easy meal for this asshole. Like, you know, like just, it was so fucking dark. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, if this car doesn't start again, I'm just going to freeze to death in the middle of the middle of the road, I guess. Yeah. I like, what I do mean, I do? Sounds, sounds like a book title right there for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, dead in a Honda, man. Dude, uh, it was wildly fucking scary. It was so, and then like the rest of the way, I was like, I'm going 15 until it's daylight out. And I, by the way, I, like, I didn't see another car for an hour and a, and it's not, it's, this is not a bit, an hour and a half. I didn't see another car. Not a single shit. car for an hour and I was like dude I feel like I'm like genuinely it was cr and it's so dark and I don't know the area all right and you right. know there's rivers and lakes everywhere because when I drove through it was sunny when I got there and I did <laughs> yeah. two days there I did I did a Friday and Saturday show there so I did two days there so I was there like Thursday Friday Saturday so I, I was there for four days and I was like I know there's this water everywhere and when I looked at the GPS when I when I when I spun out spun out of control not yeah. too far off that embankment is just a fucking lake. Oh shit! Like that's it. Like I'm like that's dead, dude. I would have been dead. Yeah. Like frozen. Like, even if I got out, I probably wouldn't have drowned. But I would have frozen to death. Like I would have hypothermia frozen to death. Like for sure. Like it like zero percent chance I wouldn't have. Like it, it yeah. was crazy. And I'm like, dude. I told my buddy Kyle who uh, booked me for that. I would say, hey, yeah. bud, love you. Had a great time. I'm never coming there again unless it's summertime. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. 
I don't care about skiing. I don't care about snow. I hate it all. I hate the weather. I hate cold weather. Winter, summer only, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> like, that's a good idea. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, well, hey, get the fuck out of here, man. Who needs you, dude? Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, fucking Adam Nutter, man. Uh, dude, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, and, yeah, we'll fucking. Yeah, this, uh, is, this is fun. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, different. Yeah, different. Definitely different. different. Uh, go check out the so, Cult Podcast, everybody. Cult yeah, Podcast uh, on YouTube and everywhere. Go. Go listen. Go. Go subscribe. Our, go now. <laughs> all right. Later, dude. Later. All right, that's fine, Adam Nutter, man. Uh, check him out. I'm gonna put the links down there that he just said. If you didn't hear it, or you can hit rewind and do that. I don't give a fuck. But uh, thank you for listening. Like, share, subscribe. Do the same with his stuff. Uh, check him out. Book him somewhere. Book him, Dano. That's what all the kids say now. They all the kids. I just hear him. You know, book him, Dano, and then they go, "LOL, dead" or some shit like that. Bet cap, no cap. Uh, right that's what they all say they all say it and you fucking know it you know they say that shit so anyway on the qgbn yo uh this is rusty diamond the public access podcast the podcast and that is the show man boom It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right? <laughs>